one poem reads this way, blow, blow, thou winter wind. Thou art not so unkind as man's ingratitude. Think about that. As hard as those winter temperatures and wind blows and snow and difficulties and we can relate that to our own struggles and difficulties in our life because there's not a person here tonight that does not have struggles or have problems. If you are, I'd love to meet you because you're doing something I ain't learned how to do yet <laughs> or living somewhere I ain't living. Um, <clears throat> but even in all those things, all those things, you're, you're not so unkind as man's ingratitude, man's unthankfulness, or lack of thankfulness. In our society today, How do you view, how is our society viewed? Are we, are, we thank, are we a thankful society, do you think, as a whole? Small percentage? I think a large part of it is you owe me. You owe me, yeah. You're, you're right. You bless me. Rather than being thankful, Luke 17, 11 through 19, Starting verse 11, it says, of course, you know the story. Christ cleanses what? Yeah, ten lepers here, right? It says, now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Verse 12, then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go show yourselves to the priest. And so it was, as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God and fell on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Classic example, isn't it? Ten people received the blessing. How many returned to be thankful? One of them. Jesus' question here, were there not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Under number two there in your introduction has a ring of sadness and disappointment. Maybe he said it like I read it, or maybe he said it Well, they're not ten cleansed. 
Maybe you said it. Where, where are the nine? Were there not any found? Maybe said it in that tone. Sadness and disappointment. Could even be a sense of hurt. But it also could have been a strong rebuke. For one of man's greatest crimes, even in 2021, it's one of man's greatest crimes ingratitude. I see it with our children in our county a lot. A lot. And when you, when, you, when you work and do what I do for a living every day and what my good wife does and some of you, you see it. That tells you what's coming on. How many of you who are employers or employees or whatever, how many of you see it in your workplaces? Anybody? Yeah? Yeah. We see it, don't we? Ingratitude. Um, whatever happened to... Where's the button in my shirt? I didn't mean to do that. Oh, I try to clean my glasses. I can't see none of y'all right now. Um... But what about what about that? What are you laughing at, Louie? Man, you're gonna fight for it's over with. <laughs> uh, but one of man's greatest crimes and gratitude. We see it all over, don't we? Um <clears throat> nothing's ever good enough. But Henry said that a while ago, something similar, didn't he? said, serve me. Take everything for granted. Well, you go back to the ice storm. <laughs> what do we take for granted? Electricity. Man, we all scampering around here and trying to find something to keep save all our food and so we can charge our cell phones and get in your car and turn them on and charge yourself. Anybody, anybody do that? Whatever. I did. I got in mind to charge my phone. What about y'all? Didn't have my own internet. Oh, boy. I didn't have my internet. Oh, it did. Sure did. Uh, we take things for granted, but Jimmy said. Uh, how many of you walked in a room <laughs> when that was out and turned the light switch on? Be honest. Everybody. I did. I kept trying. I was making fun of my family, but I was trying to be. I try to remember every time I went in a room, don't turn it on because they'll make fun of you. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I guess. We, we could tell by our phones, though. <laughs> that internet popped back up. Oh. Uh, but we take those things for granted, don't we? Now we're talking about material things, but let's, let's switch it over. What about spiritual? We take spiritual things for granted. Are we truly thankful for the blood of Christ? 
do our actions show that we're thankful for the blood of Christ? They should. They should. Most certainly right. They should. But we do. We live in a society that is that is. They're all about instant gratification. Reward me. Give me. You know, that's, that's our video game world has done that to our kids. They want instant gratification. Somebody said the other day, why do you have to take and reward kids to do what's right? Why do we? Why do we have to? That's been taught that way. They've been, it's, been in, it's been ingrained in their heads because of the video games we let them play. Because what happens when they win a video game? When they win a level, what happens? They go to another level, they get a prize, they get points. Even if they're competing against, there are people who play that for money. Did y'all know that? Or did I know that? I, I know, y'all didn't know that? I, I knew that. They, they compete and they play for money. They, I mean, they make big money for that. So, I mean, and we could go on and on about ingratitude. I mean, you, I mean, you look at social media. What are we searching for when we post things? What are we looking for? Come on, y'all talk to him. When you put it on Facebook, what are you searching for? Oh, I want everybody to know how great what? My dinner was. I want you to know how bad my sickness was. I want you to know how great my kid is. I want you to know how great I am. What a wonderful wife I have. I want you to know everything about me because I want you to hit what? Like. Attention. We're searching for that attention. Oh, I want to hear this. It's no good. You're right. You're right. You're exactly right. That has its good points in one sense if you use it the right way. I had to, to say that, Louie. Me and everybody ain't like me and you. Uh, but for the most part, it's not. I mean, a lot of, a lot of it's not. Um, so you go on down in your outline. A closer look, and, and all, take all what we just said, okay, and now funnel it in, funnel it in here to what we're talking about here. Ten people were cleansed. Nine went away, says, oh, hallelujah, I've been cleansed, everything's great. Thank you, but no thank you. And went on their way. One person. And who was that person? What kind of person was that? A Samaritan. Referred to him as a what? Foreigner. A dog, pretty much. (laughs) Very well. Could have been Jewish people. Well, there's a reason why it said they stood afar off, right? Because if you had leprosy, what did you have to do? You had to be quarantined. If you come in contact with somebody at a distance, you had to what? You had to holler, holler at them and say, I'm leper, I'm leprosy. Ten leapers. <laughs> I said, I don't believe they were 
<laughs> <Can't leave. coughs> that reminds me <coughs> today of <about> my kids. <coughs> Yesterday, I had a little boy. He's in my behavior class. Guess what? No, nothing new to you. Lost his mom when he was just a little baby. Grandparents are raising him. Comes to me and he's in trouble, man. He's been sitting in the hallway. He's been rolled up. I have probably 20-something write-ups on him. Uh, I'm trying to figure out environmental behavior and I'm trying to figure out antecedents, what's causing this behavior in this environment. I'm trying to figure, I'm analyzing all this stuff with this kid. So yesterday he, I forget exactly now what he done. He waylaid somebody or something early in the morning. They brought him to me. I sat down and talked to him. He says, Mr. Matthew, my brain will not quit thinking. I'm like, okay. I said, what are you thinking about? He said, I'm thinking about my mama. He said, I'd love to see her. And he said, the only way I can go see her is to go to heaven. And he said, I really don't know how to get there. Oh, you're talking about, I'm sitting over here, man, and we're in Lost Caitlin Meadows. I mean, we're, I'm already emotional. And I'm sitting here, and I'm like, come here, buddy. Sit in my lap. <laughs> and we just sat there. And I said, little man, he said, I want God to help me. And I said, well, God can't help you. Now he's, this kid's five years old. Okay. He said, God can help you. I said, God can help you. I said, Mr. Matthew will help you. And I said, we'll do everything we can. I said, now, you can always talk to God. He said, can I pray? I said, sure you can. Put his little hands together. And he began to pray. I, I was in tears. Y'all may be, y'all may not be, but I was in tears. He said, God, please help my brain to help me be better because I want to go to heaven to see my mom. Now I'm going to tell you, this little fella has more struggles than anybody in this building at five years old. Oh, just broke my heart. And when he got up, I say that to say this. When he got up, he said, thank you, Mr. Matthew. He said, I'm going to have a better day tomorrow. You know, that kid walked in my room this afternoon. I have a sheet that monitors his behavior for seven hours. <laughs> and it's smiley face, not so smiley, and frowning. <laughs> okay? He walks in. He's got nine smiley faces. He said, I told you God could help. Five years old. Um, and he was thanking God. He's thanking me. You know, I didn't have nothing to do. I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm a basket case. <laughs> I'm sitting there. He's helping me more than I'm helping him. Uh, I'm a basket case. But talking about being thankful. There's still good people out there, still good kids out there. We just have to help them learn how to be good. And there's kids out there that we need to help learn how to be thankful. Starting, number one, with what? Our own. 
we have our own children and they get things, what do we always, what do we always, especially if it's for somebody else, what do we say? What do we, what do we tell them? Somebody hands them a, a sucker, somebody hands them something. Wait, huh? What do you say? If you ain't, you better be. <laughs> if you ain't doing that, you better be saying I had to work with my own children. I've, took, I've taken back gifts before because they failed to say thank you. If you're not thankful for it, I'll enjoy that new fishing rod. <laughs> I'll enjoy those, well, not no dresses. Your mama, your mama enjoyed those dresses. <laughs> uh, but you look at this right here. Ten lepers, no disease, nor dreaded than leprosy. This brought on to these people under number, uh, number one, a closer look at that. I don't know if you know how much you know about le leprosy, but it bleaches the, the hair white. The body becomes a mass of scabs and sores. Uh, joints separate. Uh, fingers and toes actually fall off. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, terrible disease. Yeah. And they said, they pleaded, have mercy on us. And he healed them. He told him, says, go show yourselves unto the priest, because the priest had to make them clean, uh, per se. As they went, they were healed. Number one, it took faith to start to go to the priest, verifying their cleansing. So you look at the blessings of these ten lepers. It relieved all their misery, shame, and desolation no longer separated from mankind. They could go back home with their family, friends, and their neighbors. They could go back to normal things of life, work, etc., whatever. No longer had to walk the back streets crying, unclean, unclean, I have leprosy. Think about what it done for these people's lives. But only one of them found it in their, their mind and their heart and soul to come back and say, thank you. The challenge to be thankful. That's our challenge tonight, to this group here tonight to be thankful you take it into your home thank you sweetheart for doing that anybody ever say that thank you sweetheart for doing that uh, I go back to Andy Griffin <laughs> there are two old people fighting on there and Andy was trying to counsel them he, they say good morning uh, hon <laughs> they had to make him repeat it back and forth and then before it's all over with, they'd back fighting again. Because uh, they was they, they was beating up everybody all over town because they couldn't fight with each other. <laughs> uh, but you, you take it into your home. Um, only one of the ten. Think about that one, though. The realization of deliverance. He must have been the swelling in his heart, hadn't he? Overflowing. Praise, praise and glory to the great God of heaven for his love and mercy. He fell at our Lord's feet, giving him thanks. So, I mean, there's a lot of lessons we could go with us in this. But let's ask number two here real quickly because our time is getting away from us. Why is mankind from then even to now 
so ungrateful. What do you think? Self-sufficiency. We've named a lot of it, hadn't we, already? Well, I said self-sufficiency. Um, what about this? A lack of consideration. Thoughtlessness brings thanklessness. I have to concentrate to say that. Sometimes I think I need speech therapy. Uh, thoughtlessness brings thanklessness. When you're unthoughtful, you're not a thoughtful person. How do, how do we gain that? How does our children gain being a thoughtful person? Taught, we teach them? By example? I mean, what does it mean to be thoughtful, though? Considerate others, thinking how can we help people or thinking how can I be thankful to someone looking for those situations. We've got to teach our children to look for those situations. Just like when somebody hands them a sucker. What do you say? Thank you. And it should come automatic eventually if we drill it long enough. But there's, there's a lot more that goes into that. Anybody ever thank God for their bed? Yeah, I do. When I'm laying there, buddy, I'm all stretched out, and the ceiling fan blowing on 10. Ooh. That ain't nothing no better. Especially when your air conditioning is running about 69. That's what fat people do. <laughs> Y'all skinny people don't do that. That's what fat people do. Uh, I said, thank you, Lord, for my fan, my electricity, for my air conditioning. Thank you for my bed. Even though my wife didn't ask me about this mattress, new mattress she bought. Well, she did ask me. I just didn't know what kind of way she was getting. And then when you get in it, man, you're just like you fall in a mud hole. Well, as you get older, it's a bad thing. But there's sometimes I struggle to get out of it. I had to take and kick that leg, get myself to go up uh, to get out of it. But why is mankind so unthankful? God's people have been guilty of this. You go to the book of Isaiah, chapter 1, verse 2 and 3. Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth, for the Lord has spoken. I've nourished and brought up children, and they've rebelled against me. The ox knows its owner. Now he's making a comparison here to animals. He said the ox knows his owner. He says the donkey is master, master's crib, but Israel does not know my people do not consider. God's people have been ungrateful for a long time. But we've got to guard against it to make sure we are not ungrateful. <clears throat> yeah, we're stirs of everything we have. Exactly right. <clears throat> we 
we can become so familiar, under number two there, we can become so familiar with great blessings that we fail to be grateful. We become oblivious to all the good things sent our way. Our Lord said a prophet is without honor in his own country. Why? Took him for granted who he was. You don't really miss anything until it's gone. Let us not fall into that. Because we've seen, haven't we? We've seen things can change in the blink of an eye. Don't be ungrateful. Don't fall into that. Illustration. Boy lived on a mountainside in an ordinary house. Across the valley was a house with golden windows. Someday he would go to see them. That day came, he made the journey, but he couldn't find the golden windows, just an ordinary house. He asked a young girl, do you know where the beautiful uh, house is that has the golden windows? She answered, yes, over on that other mountainside. He looked, and sure enough, there they were. It was his own house. It's so easy to become familiar with very important, important things. The story of the cross, our Savior's cross that he died upon. You know, the, the greatness of those things. Prosperity. God warned Israel of that, Deuteronomy 8, 11 through 20. It's easy to accept blessings. The nine healed may have been very happy and over, over being healed, but they didn't return to what? To express it. right. Same thing even today. It's exactly right. Gratitude, number three. Gratitude, gratitude needs to be expressed in word and attitude. Number three. In word and attitude is how it's expressed. Like the Samaritan, he cried with a loud voice to praise God, expressed thanks to Jesus. Like the lame man healed by Peter and John in Acts 3 and verse 8. Like the psalmist says, I will praise the name of God with a song and will magnify him with thanksgiving. But also not in attitude, but in action. Thanksgiving should lead to thanks living. That's a, that's a good one. I didn't come up with that, but that's a good one. Thanksgiving leads to thanks living. And that's the attitude we should have. We show gratitude by right living, right use of blessings, sharing with others. Now, I see the natives are out there. i got to stop. Uh, I almost made it. Thank you for your comments. <clears throat>